Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums, and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber skincare. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This, this is, is the game, game of, game of roses. roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues. We are coming to you on Monday. Mondays mean digging <laughs> deepers. And I just want to want to preface today what we're about to do with a little disclaimer. This is the most tea we've ever had in one episode of Digging Deeper. It's all tea. Every what? clip is tea. Most <laughs> wow. of this tea 
is tea I've never heard. Most of this tea is crucial tea. Some of this tea comes to us from Jason Tardick. Some of this tea comes to us from Caitlin Bristow. Some of this tea comes to us from Wells Adams, also on Jason Tardick's podcast. And some of this tea comes to us from Xander Boger, who was on the ultimatum Queer Love this past season, opening up about producer manipulation that was required to even get players to come on the show. The lies that producers told them about what the show was, including Chris Colon, the creator of the show, lying directly to Xander. But let me just say the meat of this tea, if, if such a thing exists, comes to us from a podcast not even within the nation. It's a podcast called This Is Uncomfortable, and this episode was about reality TV. On this podcast, hosted by Rima Krius, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, there were two former Bachelor producers, Jazzy Collins and Michael Carroll. This is going to be the meat of our episode today. We got six clips from that one. These are former Bachelor producers talking very openly about the guilt they felt, how they justified what they did to these players, how manipulation was the goal, how they got paid to make people cry. It is fucking insane. They're on wax saying this shit. It's all recorded. We have the best clips from it uh, today. I can't wait to dig into yes, this. Chef. Yes. Um, so <laughs> we're going to we're gonna start now. Here we go. This is... Digging deeper. All right, so this first clip is we're just starting it off with something fun, something fresh, but something light before we get into this fucking. The, I mean, this is one of the craziest Sauce Wars episodes I've I think we've ever done. I, I just can't say it enough. These clips are fucking nuts. So this first clip though is just it's a little ease in. This first clip, of course, we know Bachelor Happy Hour has two new hosts, Grocery and Serena. So we could not have a digging deeper without at least one clip from some of their new work. And this clip mm-hmm. comes to us. It's a cute clip. It's a funny clip. There's not tea in this, so I've actually uh, I've misspoke. There's not tea in this one <laughs> clip. Everything else tea, but in this clip, it's just fun. Uh, this is from the June 27th episode of Happy Hour. Let the journey begin. It was called. This is essentially their first episode as hosts. And this little clip we have for you is hilarious. Uh, GSJ is discussing his diva side. Here we go. <laughs> Are you worried about working with me? Um, No, I don't think I'm worried. I feel like all of your good sides and diva sides, I already know. So there's not going to be a lot of like surprises. I feel like we also work really well together, like in a day to day life. And we've also podcasted together and worked together in like a professional setting. So I don't think there's like what would worry me would be like the unknown of like, oh, my gosh, how is this going to go? Like, is are we going to be able to podcast together? Is Are we going to get along? But we've already kind of tackled that. So I don't really I don't really have any worries. I'm excited. I'm would you I'm say did you just did you say diva sides? <laughs> is, is that what you just said? Yeah, you you're diva sides. I did say uh, that, yes. Oh, uh, unbelievable. You didn't you it, didn't like that? You didn't like that one? <laughs> I didn't. First rule of Diva Club, don't call a diva a diva. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that you got pissed at him for calling him a diva. He that is a diva. So funny. I was like, I wonder if Happy Hour Grocery is gonna have like a different brand than, you know, clickbait grocery. And it Maybe. sounds so far like Happy Hour Grocery more diva than ever yeah i agree with you i think it has elevated his diva status you know clickbait he kind of had an attitude of 
uh, nonchalance, indifference. Yes, I don't he, care. Yeah, he, he was just kind of like, whatever. I'm here. Whether we got to talk about today, I don't like know. Yeah, it was kind of a, he's put out to even have to be doing this. I don't think you can have that attitude in happy hour. It's got to be no. more Kufrin-esque. Yeah, more of a host. Yes. I don't know. We're going we're gonna to see. I listened to a uh, an entire episode of theirs that was a recap of this past week's game. Um, I don't know how to put it. A hard listen isn't quite right because I can listen to Grocery Store Joe <laughs> say any. I can listen to him and read the fucking phone book. I love it. Yeah. But it's like not. It's just not polished. It's not sharp. They're just meandering around things. Whereas Kufrin and Young and Kufrin and Lindsay, I mean, that shit, that was a show. That shit was like on point. Kufrin is very good at this. Lindsay is very good at this. Even Michelle Young, I thought, got very good at this uh, toward mm-hmm. the end of her run. I, I don't like grocery and Serena just have a kind of like lazy talk style, you know? I feel like I have a lazy talk style, so I'm taking offense for them. No, no, no. I, I don't mean in their their actual way they speak. I mean in how they're structuring conversations, what they're talking about, how they're navigating the information that they're delivering on the podcast. It's just like mm-hmm. they'll they'll go off on little tangents talking about things that are completely unnecessary or have nothing to do with the main point of what they're trying to get to. Shit like that. They're just trying to fill an hour, basically, is what it feels like, you know? You, ne- you never want it to feel that way. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. Um, but nonetheless, we wanted to give you a small offering from some of their early work here as the official host of Bachelor Happy Hour. <laughs> <laughs> Grocery store has become a diva and Serena is calling them out. But now we're going to move into uh, the tea. Uh, again, every other clip we have now, T T T T T. These first two tea clips that we have for you come to us from off the vine from July 6th. The guest on these on this episode was none other than Gore Girl. Jason Tardick. Now, in clip one, Gore Girl Jason Tardick gets some absolutely golden tea from Bristow about how much or how little the lead actually has in terms of control over selecting the MVPs uh, for those group dates where they have them, or really anything in the face of the angry producers. Here we go. So when Adrian gets MVP, and obviously like Brayden was chirping it, I was thinking about this. Yeah. Do you think as the Bachelorette they went to charity and were like, Charity, which do you want to shoot? Like, who do you want to see? Or do yeah. you think they're like, I know Adrian's gonna stir it up tonight? And producers are like, We gotta bring him. Give me it was one or the other. Like, did that ever happen on your season? Yeah. Where they said, like, which guy do you want to come? It, actually the same question goes for, and it's a good transition to the group date. I don't remember. When Joey wins. Like you're t- of course, right? She probably said, Joey's the guy I want to kiss for four minutes. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like you like Bachelorette, you get a lot of say in that stuff. No? That was good. That was good. Keep going. No. Uh, yeah. No, you do and you don't. I mean, sometimes it depends on if you're giving them good TV, then you get to slide with a couple things. And Wait, if... why were you hesitant to ask that? Were you worried about like a lawsuit or something? Oh, God, no. Oh. Oh, you just like really feel like. I really feel like you it don't depends. Get that much. It just, no, it depends. Sometimes you do and sometimes you don't. It depends if you piss someone off that week. You know, another thing too? What? Oh, so if you piss someone off, you actually, they might be like, no, you're going to make out the person we yeah. launch. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. Straight from one of the most influential leads in the history of our beloved game, the producers can actively... Yeah. 
speaking of chirping. <laughs> that was insane. But it it speaks to the nature of this. That's like when he's like, oh, no, leads. Uh, they have control over that stuff mostly, right? And she's like, ah, meaning there were specific times in her season where she didn't have that control. And Tardik even brings it up in the end saying like, not only might the the producers do it for good TV or whatever, if they need somebody to come as the MVP or get the group date rose or whatever the thing might be, the choice they have to make to stir the pot, that could be one thing, but it could also be to punish the lead. If the lead has pissed off a producer. Yeah, if you piss someone off, so it's a yes, revenge retribution thing, which, I mean, we have suspected that certain certain choices have been made out of revenge. I mostly think about the um, scene in Bachelor in Paradise when they shit talked how Colton Underwood kissed just for no reason. They had a scene about him. Yeah, being a bad kisser. It's, it's just like punitive actions taken against players. For what reason? We've said this a lot. Clayton sucks. That's also not good TV. Of course. Of course. And that's not even punishing him, I don't feel like. Or maybe it was. Maybe they felt like he didn't play the end of his season the way they wanted it played. I don't know. But the idea here, coming again from fucking Caitlin Bristow, is that producers will... They don't allow you to make these choices. And in some cases, they make them specifically to fuck you over. To make it harder for you. Or to go against what your wishes may be as the Bachelorette. That's... We've talked about this constantly on our podcast, but now we're getting 100% corroboration. This is accurate. We've always had these theories, and it seems like this, and we get yeah. little sometimes behind-the-scenes information that lead us to believe these things, but here we've got an ex-gigantic lead saying it out loud on a fucking podcast. One true God. I thought you were going to say the one true God. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin Bristow, the one true God. Uh, all right, well, let's move on now. We've got one other clip from Off the Vine before we get to our main course of all this producer tea, which is, it's just, I can't believe it's on tape. But here, let's let's listen to this next clip from Off the Vine. Again, uh, the guest was Gore Girl Jason Tardik. In this clip, Tardik and Bristow deliver some tea while discussing the Bachelor happy hour shakeup and the controversy uh, surrounding... Kufrin leaving unceremoniously, et cetera, et cetera. And then this leads to. Yes. I love podcasting about podcasts, reporting Me too. on podcasts. I, I absolutely love it as well. I mean, this shit is, we've talked about this a lot too. And everybody in, in the nation kind of has. Why did Kufrin leave under these circumstances? Why didn't they give her a goodbye? Why wasn't it announced, et cetera, et cetera. So they get into a little bit of that. And then that leads to a secondary piece of this conversation where they talk about the Eric Schwer blackface scandal that producers chose to ignore. And this is some fascinating shit. I'm sure all of this is contract violation, and it doesn't seem like Caitlin Bristow gives a fuck anymore. I, I don't know what is happening with... Immunity via goat. You think? You get a clause in your contract that if you're the goat, <laughs> some of it's null. <laughs> That's a great contract. <laughs> Can I just have somewhere in this contract, A, that you recognize me as the one true God, and I plead B, the goat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see if she has to plead the goat or if they let this slide. But here, let's take a listen to this clip. It's a doozy. Here. Game of Roses is sponsored by BetterHelp. Clues. Uh, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And if you keep them all bottled up, it can affect you negatively. Therapy is a great place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You might be taking care of your physical body, but are you taking care of that beautiful mind, Clues? Yes. 
I have benefited from therapy greatly in the past. Uh, it has helped me get through stressful experiences, manage boundaries, learn coping skills. You know, the the whole premise of life is is kind of a, a it's a lot to undertake. And therapy can help with that. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do to get started is fill out a brief questionnaire. Then you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists literally at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game of Roses today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game of Roses. Clues, it is springtime. It is the off season. It is gore girl summer. The weather's getting warmer. Thank true. Dark Lord Palmer. And it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and cowls and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul, get those staple pieces, and I found quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces keeping me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I got the cotton modal scoop neck tee. It is so cute. It is literally the first thing I reach for in my dresser when all my clothes are washed. You know those special items. If you are not like Clues, who only wears one outfit. I'm Quince head to toe at this point. I'm a Quince boy. <gasps> I'm a source boy, Quince boy. Let's you got no go. idea. I'm wearing Quince t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince long sleeve t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince sweaters, Quince pants. I'm Quinced. <laughs> Just call me Quinced, King Quinces, Okay, they call me. I love Quince. Okay, Quince. Uh, get warm weather ready with Quince. Be a Quince King yourself or Quince Queen. Go to Quince.com slash roses for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash roses. Clues. Mm-hmm. I've been on a mission. I'm trying to find Ooh. the perfect t-shirt. Yeah. Um, because it's spring. I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready to peacock. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist. And you can find it at Skims. From cropped silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. You guys know how excited I was that Skims became one of our sponsors for this podcast. They have great basics and foundations. I got the boyfriend t-shirt in onyx. That's kind of a dark black color. And the cotton jersey long sleeve t-shirt in kyanite, which is kind of like a blue green. And they're both so comfortable. It's basically like you are wearing nothing. Great for free spirit types. Well, for all the free spirits out there right now, you can shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS through 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcasts in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's Skims. Here we go. What do you make of all this transition of Bachelor Happy Hour podcast? I want to know what's going on. Well, the, the, there was there was clickbait. Is that right? gone? So clickbait's gone now. I think I read that. 
Um, then there was uh, Bachelor Happy Hour, which was originally, I think, run by Rachel Lindsay and Becca Kufrin. They then rotated different hosts. Then it was Michelle and Becca Kufrin. There was some kind of controversy with. Well, I know the controversy. Happened. Oh, you do? Well, yeah. Well, why did? Well, no, I don't. Some, it's not my story like to tell. Got... I will say. Okay. I I will say one thing, and I hope this is not me telling their story, but me feeling like it something was justified. Okay. But when we went for, I might have already talked about this. When we went for Gabby and Rachel's finale. Okay. We were gonna address. Oh, I've already talked about this. We we're gonna address Eric doing blackface, and. Uh, Michelle was very passionate on having a voice for that. And Becca and I were there to support her and to be a part of it. And they didn't touch on it. And Michelle just walked off the stage. And at the end, we walked off and we're like, what happened? And they're like, oh, it was a, what a great episode, though. Eh? We ran out of time. Was the and plan, that was, was the plan, like, you know, when you usually get an idea, a show, what do they call it, a run of show? Was that in the run yeah. of show? And then they just got rid of it. Mm-hmm. And we were all quite upset with everybody from it. And we were just straight up like, this is bullshit. And Michelle was like, I am the host of your podcast. And you have again made me feel not heard, not seen. And I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But I know she was going to quit the podcast from that. And that's all I'll say because I don't know why or what happened from there. Yeah, And I don't know... And it's not my story to tell, so I don't. Sure. I actually don't know. So that okay. was me, my uh, something I saw, but I don't know if that was the reason Understood. for leaving. But then we saw Thomas talking about how he didn't agree with some things that were going on behind the scenes. It, it so I'm not like sure. The way, it sounds like the way it went down didn't seem like it was professionally handled in Thomas's right. perception. Right. Um, but I love Joe and Serena. But <laughs> love yeah, me some Joe so and Serena. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, Joe and Serena are great. But if they're stepping into a role. Like for me, I would choose to say no to that if it had anything to do with what I what I saw. Yeah, but I bet I wouldn't Joe look. and Serena definitely don't know that. Of course. No, I don't I'd, know any of this either. Yeah. And I don't know if that's what it is. I don't yeah. know. And if that was the case, of course, you know, you know, good yeah. for them, but for stepping away and doing their own thing. But the only thing I would ask is the timetable. When was that finale? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Over a year ago, right? Yeah. So, so I don't you would know. think if that was the reason, they probably she would have probably stepped away right away. Yeah, not stayed for another year. Right. This is piping hot tea. That's right. Oh my god, I have, I have the hairs on my arm have all stood up. Yeah, Get, just wait until you hear these fucking producers in the next clips that we have. This ain't nothing, oh. and this is very much something. <laughs> so in this clip, they're basically breaking down the fact that. Uh, happy hour was mishandled. Caitlin Bristow is contract violating after contract violating here. Everything she's saying is a contract violation. Talking about... I think in her case, it's like you have such a moral high ground. You're like, the producers yeah. aren't going to sue you for talking about how they didn't include blackface. They're just, that would only draw more attention yes, to it. Yes, exactly. But definitely, technically, that is a contract violation because she's even talking yeah. about a document that she was given the run of show is is what they're calling it here. And this is just a piece of paper that all of the talent is going to get that tells you kind of what is going to happen over the course of the show. This will be the hot seat. We'll have a conversation with this person. Then we bring out The Bachelor. And on that document, they are alleging here that there was something put in the document saying, we will address the Eric Schwartz blackface thing. And then mm-hmm. at the end of it, they were just like, sorry, we ran out of time. I want to see that document. 
God, I know. I know that would be great for the the Bachelor Museum. I don't know if we'll ever mm-hmm. get it, but um, this is how they treat their their highest level players. As they're saying, Michelle Young was the sitting fucking host of Bachelor Happy Hour while that was happening. Came there because they were going to do this. Yeah. And then, sorry, we ran out of time. Insanity. I mean, they just like, they're so used to just walking all over everyone and blaming it on the production schedule. Yeah. Not being um, accountable for anything. But this is true of like, this isn't just Bachelor producers. This kind of attitude, I feel like, is true of almost every... Uh, executive in Hollywood at any level, network, studio, whatever. There's no accountability for anything, and it's it's never even addressed. Uh, if they fuck you over in some horrible way, God knows I've been fucked over in many horrible ways as a TV writer and a movie writer out here. There's no apology. There's no acknowledgement. This is how it happens all the time. It's just kind of yeah. the the culture of Hollywood. A lot of things you just don't hear back. Yeah, you just don't hear back, or. You get completely fucked over by somebody, but they turn out to be network or studio executives that you want to try and sell something to that network or studio. So you're back in a room with the person who fucked you over a month later, trying to sell them new shit, pretending like you didn't care they fucked you over. That's uh, Hollywood for you. But this clip to me, not only is it interesting that they're talking about the Bachelor Happy Hour shakeup, and then they're trying to link it back to the blackface thing. But it's interesting that they're like kind of keeping tabs on it on the happy hour situation yes. and Caitlin even weighs in saying, if I was offered that, I wouldn't take it. Yeah. That was, interesting. and then they me. suggest, Oh, well, Joe and Serena probably didn't know. Right. And that's why. And they're like, what is this calendar? But you're telling me they didn't know. I mean, did, could they not know? No. I feel like they, of they course knew. they know. Of course they know. Look at a, a certain point when clickbait was around, but it might not have to do with that. I think they're just like, look, it's money. I think Joe and Serena are like, fuck it. We have to do this. It might be unsavory. We might be going against some of our friends. Like grocery store Joe was kind of friends with Becca Kufrin. All the Bachelor Nation podcast people like knew each other and were around. You think they won't be friends now? <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know what how it's going to affect his personal relationships with them. But remember when they all did that big photo shoot together? It was clickbait. It was talking it out. And it was happy hour. Yeah. And then some people were photoshopped in or out. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there were some conspiracy towns. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. But you know, they know each other for sure. I can't imagine that when Grocery and Serena get that call, we want you to be host of Happy Hour, they don't at least talk to Kufrin or Kufrin doesn't call them to say like, "Look, I know you're getting this offer. Here's I'm just going to lay it out for you. Here's what was bad about working there. Here's what was good about there working there. Do what you want to do, but like I thought I should tell you." Um, we also get I don't know if this is confirmation or not, but Gore Girl Jason Tardick in this clip is saying clickbait is no more. Is that true? I don't know. I don't know. I get like... They haven't put out an episode. Is is this the announcement? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Jason Tardick? Yeah, they send him a memo. They send him a a run of show. Mention that clickbait is gone. They have not put out an episode. They've not published an episode since May 31st. And even that episode was a rerun from like a year prior. So they haven't produced new material in a while. And they have stopped putting anything in the feed, even reruns. I don't know. I don't know what the fate of it is. Not a good sign. (laughs) It absolutely is not. And Grocery was kind of the only person who stayed on the whole time. So with him gone... I mean, I don't know. There's, I think it could come back at any time if they wanted to. 
I agree. Like, oh, rebrand, clickbait. You've already got the feed. You've already got however many people subscribed. I don't think you waste that. I agree. If any uh, Bachelor producers or people who work in that podcast division are listening, I'd be happy to produce clickbait. We could be clickbait. Or we could just do it. Yeah. We'll take over clickbait. Just put this in the clickbait feed. I'll do another podcast with you if you want. You want to do Game of Roses and clickbait simultaneously? We can be do Clickbait will be where we only do sauce and Game of Roses where we only do tea. <laughs> that would be so funny. Or we just yeah. go like, okay, here, this sentence, this one's for clickbait. Okay, cut that. Okay, now this sentence is for Game of Roses. <laughs> yeah. You have to edit our sentences. You have to Frankenbite what we do in Game of Roses into sauce for clickbait. That's what we'll, we'll give you that option. All right, let's uh, move on now. So that was it. That was our our little um, appetizer with GSJ talking about the diva side. And then we got some tea here. Our our first course, that was kind of like the, the salad before the dinner. Now we got the dinner. Like Charity Lawson went on off the vine. Yeah. Before the season started. And now yeah. KB is like, yeah, it's the blackface thing. Well, the world gets crazier as we go into our now <clears throat> sex course main portion of the meal. These clips are um, jarring. These are, again, literal producers from The Bachelor talking about nasty shit they had to do or the hierarchy, a bunch of stuff in here. I literally never thought we would hear Bachelor producers, ex-Bachelor producers at this point, obviously, talking about any of this. And here we have it. Six incredible clips. These come to us from a podcast called This Is Uncomfortable with host Rima Krayas. Again, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. This specific episode was called Reality TV Bites. The guests were, this is from last week. The guests were Nadia uh, Yegasar. I may be pronouncing this wrong, probably am. She was a contestant on Indian Matchmaking. And then also these two other guests, former Bachelor producers, Jazzy Collins and Michael Carroll. And all of our clips will deal with things that they have to say. So buckle up. This is, again, legitimately ex-Bachelor producers openly contract violating and talking about all of the nasty shit they did, the nasty shit they saw. It's absolutely incredible. Here we go. So if you want to hear all of these clips, and trust me, you do, this is canon at this point in the Sauce Wars. I mean, this is maybe some of the most important shit that, that I've ever heard personally in the Sauce Wars. So if you want to hear those clips and you want to get access to our Discord, our live shows, uh, Clues Corner, Pace Case Pull-Up, Dark Seeker's Dungeon, and all of the other stuff that we are doing on Patreon, of which there is an almost limitless amount at this point. If you want all of it, you just go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses. You join us in the bottom of the pit. You're going to get access to everything and ad-free episodes too. So if you want all that, and again, if you want to hear these clips, these producer clips, the first, let me just, let me just say this. The first of these clips is Michael Carroll talking about uh, the feeling of power he had of manipulation as a producer and what his true goal was, which was to make people cry at every turn. That's the first fucking clip in this thing. It's insane. So if you want to hear all these clips, please, again, just join us at patreon.com slash Game of Roses. Hope to see you in the bottom of the pit. It's the pit. You can get it in. Dig around in all this content. It's the pit. Come on, admit you 
Wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits It's the pit, there's room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in It's the pit, you can get it in And dig around in all this content It's the pit, come on, admit You wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits It's the pit, there's room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in It's the pit Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in... um three body problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums as there is no need for water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based anti-wrinkle. It's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven day program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by get this 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact, Mm. they have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven day routine tighter skin or your money back get a 15 percent discount code by using the discount code game that's fiber skincare sweaters candles the dreaded bathrobe unfortunately mother's day gifts can be a little predictable and boring that's why an aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. My mom loves hers. I'm throwing pictures of Skabuli and our cat up there. She's laughing. She's texting me. He's so cute. I wish I could meet him. Cute. It's the next best thing to, to meeting my cat, really. You know, I love that it was so easy to set it up. I've recently learned I'm not good at uh, building things. <laughs> and I need an easy install. And oh. this only takes about two minutes to set up the frame using the Aura app. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected, come with unlimited storage, so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. She'll be grateful it's not another sweater, and she'll love the frame to see more of you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A, Frames.com. Use code ROSES at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor reviewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. 
As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines, and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix, just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, Mm. my favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my, my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want a wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing. What's in the box? On every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. 